Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right, with us right now is Socrates Rosenfeld. Socrates, you are the co-founder and CEO of iHeartJane.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Josh. Really a pleasure. Okay, well, Socrates, so for those who do not know, explain what iHeartJane is. So really, iHeartJane, for the consumer, makes shopping for cannabis as simple and as straightforward as as pretty much shopping online for anything else in this world. Um, You can log on share your location, and then conduct a search as broad or as specific as you want. If it's a specific exact product that you're looking for, we can locate that for you at a, at a nearby dispensary. Or if it's something broad like sleep or gluten-free, we can also locate and tag those products. And what it allows you to do is compare by price, read reviews from actual consumers, and then place an order, hopefully with as much confidence as you would buying a plane ticket or any, any other item online like Amazon. So one, the first thing that I noticed when, when I go to the website is this isn't some cheesy, you know, what you might think of a dispensary website. Uh, this is a great e-commerce experience. It, it's, it's, it's pretty much like I'm at Amazon is what I'm experiencing. And uh, one thing that I think you'll see very clearly is when you search for, like, say, nearby locations, I'm blown away by the number of reviews that that you have on here. So clearly you're doing some pretty decent volume, but I'm a little uncertain uh, as to exactly how this model works. So are you, when you partner with the dispensary, are you somehow keeping tabs with what their inventory is? It's a, it's a great question. Um, the, the, the problem that has plagued this industry for quite some time um, when we were studying it was the fact that, you know, you have a single retail store and on average here in the U.S., a, a retail store will carry about 500 SKUs on their store shelf. Oh. And on, on top of that, 15% of those SKUs will change over day to day. So there's a significantly higher volume and turnover of inventory at these dispensaries. Yeah. And so as a consumer, you know, before we launched, you would go onto a dispensary's website or perhaps other marketplaces, find the product that you want, only to realize that after placing the order, driving to the dispensary, waiting in line and getting there, that that product actually is no longer there. And so um, we have some very sophisticated software. We have some uh, wonderfully bright engineers out of MIT who are systems integration specialists. And actually, we have invented a way for us to automate e-commerce for these dispensaries by plugging directly into their inventory management system. And so what wow. that means is for the dispensary and the retailer, every single product that's, that's sitting on their store shelf or in their delivery depot is now being automatically and in real time being represented on their e-commerce platform. And now for consumers, they can shop with confidence to know that every single product that they're looking for and ordering is actually will be delivered to them or is waiting for them at that specific dispensary in their neighborhood. 
So how do you integrate? Well, I mean, I guess I don't re- I don't know how many inventory systems there are out there, but how do you do lot. that part of it? Yeah, there are, it's a complex problem um, and, and something that, you know, we, we take full advantage of because it's, 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 you know, plagued this industry really since the onset of the legal market. Mm-hmm. There are over 50 point of sale systems, uh, to our knowledge, in the U.S. industry alone. Um, and what that means, and we integrate with all of them and we've proven that. But essentially the problem is, too, Josh, is it's one thing to just technically integrate, right, from software, meaning can my software speak to your software? Can Jane speak to that point of sale system? But that's yeah. one piece to it. The other piece is, you know, for instance, you could have a single product that's being sold at two separate dispensaries and that exact same product could be represented very differently in the backend systems. They could be abbreviated, they could be misspelled, so on and so forth. Yeah. We have some very sophisticated um, uh, matching algorithms that will take these disparate uh, ways these SKUs are named, standardize that, and so that now you know that this is actually that strain or that cartridge, that specific SKU. That's really the nuts and bolts of it, and that's something that we do very, very well. Wow. All right. So um, right now, um, when did you launch and, and how did you, first off, I guess we didn't really go into your background. So sure. uh, you're former army. Uh, I'm far, former Navy. And, uh, cool. uh, and so thank you so much for your, for your service. And uh, from there, you actually went to MIT and then you continued on uh, with McKinsey and company yeah. And now you're in the cannabis industry. And yeah. again, I think that there's, it's really interesting when I think you look at the perception, that perception is changing. And I, of course, it's inevitable is that, uh, you know, the standards are, are absolutely going to improve. The, the user experience is absolutely going to improve. Uh, and um, so it's kind of, you know, I kind of look at your background and, um you know, it's probably unfair, but it seems like you're, you're kind of bringing, uh, you know, maybe a, a little bit of a different um, uh, sort of, cred- not credibility, but, you know, a different sort of background yeah, into this space than you might think that's just some, you know, hippie burnout that just opened up a dispensary, which is, you know, from, we've, we have plenty of clients in this space. It's really not the case. Uh, but but uh, yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting to watch the evolution that's already taken place. And, and, and as particular, I think specifically over the next five to 10 years, this is a major, major economic industry here. Right. And I think, you know, we, we, we tend to get very excited about the economics and that's, a, it's, I mean, it's going to be enormous. It already is. And we know that we're just in the early, early onset of this legal market, not just here in the U S but a, a global push, um, which is very, very exciting. You know, I have family in Southeast Asia and there's conversations in Thailand and Malaysia of things getting legalized, which is you would never, you know, 10 years ago, never even think of that. But perhaps what I'm most excited about and and kind of tying this back to my own personal background is that cannabis for me, you know, once I started to develop a real passion for this plant, I, I realized that it just, it's one of the very few things that can tie different kinds of people and cultures, demographics together right? Republicans, Democrats, young, old, military veterans, quote unquote hippies. I tend to maybe straddle both of those worlds now. Um, athletes, it, 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 it uh, really permeates and transcends everyone. Um, and that's a, a mm. really powerful thing. And I don't think many industries other than perhaps 
food. Like everybody has to eat food and enjoy it. Everybody listens to music and enjoys it. And, and in my opinion, more and more people are turning to cannabis and finding relief and wellness and well-being in it, no matter where you grew up, what language you speak, whether you served in the military or not. And that's, um, I'm just one person in a, mm-hmm. in a sea of millions who consume cannabis. And, um, you know, I feel very blessed that I have a little bit of a stage to share my own personal experience. And hopefully that resonates with others, you know, whether they're military veterans or not. Yeah. Um, so I guess one thing that, that we encounter quite a bit, you know, especially when we're kind of on the PR side of things or the branding yeah. side of things, uh, is that there's, there's definitely, I think, a cultural acceptance that, that's happening, but there's still a lot of people who I think just because of the background of it being perceived as only a recreational outlet yeah. for you know, someone that might be considered undesirable in their eyes. Um, you know, again, I, th- I think that that's changing, but um, what else do you think needs to happen um, for continued acceptance? Again, I think legalization as yeah. that continues to move across the country, um, yeah. I, I think is going to be a big part of that. Anything else? Yeah, I think, I think um, obviously there's, there's the political side to things and obviously, and we, we know it's a matter of, if not if, anymore. It's a matter of when. And, and I have yeah. faith that, um, you know, our, our leaders in government will listen to the citizens of, of, of this country and, and realize that this is something that the citizens want and hopefully can create smart um, consensus around, around really good regulation. Um, I, I think, though, at, at the end of the day, no matter what the regulation is, it's still the people, right? Yeah. And it's either you've tried cannabis and find wellness and well-being in it, uh, or you haven't. And so, the, 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 I guess my, my recommendation is if you've tried cannabis, share your story, even, even if it's not something that you choose to continue to consume, but really sharing the truth behind it. Oh, you know, uh, this is why I use it. I don't use it to get mm-hmm. high. I use it for arthritis. I use it for, you know, my, my pet. I use it to help me go to sleep. Whatever that yeah. is, sharing and humanizing the experience and not letting the, the you know, this, this, Hollywood public perception of quote unquote stoner kind of take over. Uh, Cause that's mm-hmm. not true. We are people that consume cannabis for thousands of different reasons. And then I think if you haven't consumed cannabis for yourself, not that, you know, I'm telling you to try it, but speak <laughs> to those that have speak to the military veteran who is on a dozen opiates Ugh, and now is right. just consuming cannabis and feels a whole lot better. Speak to the parent, who, you know, had a child with seizures and now can find uh, that a tincture can solve most of that or at least address, you know, the, the discomfort. Talk to people with terminally, uh, terminal illnesses that are finding relief. We, we need to just stop hiding behind regulation or dogma and start talking to actual people. Whether or not, again, this is cannabis is right for you or not. I think we need to understand why people are consuming this. Why is this growing so much in, in momentum and public sentiment? And then I think when we start asking these questions, we'll start uncovering the truth. And I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. Well said. Well said. So uh, moving forward for iHeartJane then, um, I mean, it's, it's, you've built up a pretty big network. About how many dispensaries are connected right now? We're, we're in uh, close to 900 dispensaries across the country. <laughs> <laughs> That's some pretty good penetration. And so obviously, I think um, as more uh, states 
light up. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't mean that intentionally. I meant light up as in uh, come online and now there's, there'll be a new crop of dispensaries available. Um, I mean, I guess the idea is, you know, you have such great penetration right now, um, kind of becoming that, that one-stop shop to be able to search across all the local dispensaries for somebody. That's, that's quite, I mean, that's really helpful. Yeah. I mean, and that's our mission, Josh, is, is, you know, when you go on Grubhub, you know, you, you're, you have full faith that they have a lot of the restaurants in your area. When you go on Netflix, yeah. you trust that that, 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 that that Netflix has every documentary you want. And when you go on Amazon, they've done a very good job to convince you that any retail product under the sun is on that yeah. website. This is what we're trying to provide for the, for at least here in the United States is there are, we have nearly 200,000 distinct SKUs on our marketplace. They treat uh-huh. people differently. They serve people differently. We want to provide that power of choice and selection and variety for, for the cannabis consumers here in this country. And the only way we can do that is con- to continue to bring value and partner with um, these dispensaries across all these legal, legal states. Yeah. So uh, how many states are you, uh, I mean, between, um, between uh, med- uh, medical and recreation, how many states are you in? We're in uh, active right now, 24 states, and, and that number is growing every week. Yep. Yeah, yeah it is. Awesome. Well, Socrates Rosenfeld, uh, thank you so much for joining us again. You're the co-founder and CEO of iHeartJane.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much, Josh. This, is, uh, this has been great. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.